We are two days away from the one-year anniversary of Russia's invasion of Ukraine. Uh, This week, Ukraine appealed to Canada for help for rail parts and expertise as it tries to keep its train system running. That rail system is vital to their war effort, with millions of people using it to escape occupied areas, as well as transport import uh, injured uh, soldiers and civilians to hospitals in safer parts of the country. It is a stark reminder that the war is one year old and unlikely to end anytime soon, unfortunately. Uh, be nice if it did. Over the past year, many Canadians have gone to Ukraine to help. Among them is Stephanie Murphy, a London woman who works for the Canadian Red Cross, was deployed to Ukraine and Hungary in response to the escalation of conflict in Ukraine. She was deployed as a communications humanitarian expert in central Ukraine. Stephanie joins us now to reflect on this. Uh, appreciate the time today. Thanks so much for having me, Devin. How much time did you spend in Ukraine? I was there for two weeks at the end of January. What do you remember from your time there? Um, so, so many things. Um, what I really remember, I think, is just the people I met. Um, so lovely, so welcoming, um, very kind, but also just seeing that everyone, whether they, I was in central Ukraine or whether I was in Western Ukraine, they're impacted by the conflict in many different ways, whether they're separated from their family or they're dealing with regular air alerts, um, causing them to have to spend time in underground shelters, um, or even whether they've had to kind of shift to their work. Um, I met one doctor who used to had a rehabilitation center, and now she's running a center for internally displaced people. So it's the impacts are very widespread, but people are also really trying to go about their daily lives, um, go to dinners, um, there's new life. I met a couple um, people who had newborn babies. And so it's, it's kind of a stark contrast between the horrible impacts of conflict, but also people trying to, trying to live their lives as much as they can. The resilience of uh, the people of Ukraine has been inspiring. What sort of stories uh, did they tell you? Yes, it really has been inspiring. Um, I think... Above all else, the Ukrainian Red Cross Society and the volunteers and staff they have who've just been working tirelessly to help people, whether it's meeting trains of internally displaced people in the middle of the night um, or ramping up all of these new programs. Um, They've just been incredible in their dedication to helping people. But um, you're right, across the country I've met um, I met a kindergarten teacher who is serving, um, her kindergarten is kind of serving as a hub for other kindergarten classes in the area because hers is the only one with an underground shelter. And so they now have 60 kids and her and her staff are tasked with trying to make it seem normal for small children to have to go to an air raid shelter, um, sometimes a few times a week. Um, and so they've painted the walls and they have games for the kids and they just try to make it kind of make it normal in a situation that really shouldn't be normal for small children, but um, doing their best. And I met um, uh, one lady who whose home was completely destroyed um, during some hostilities north of Kiev, and now she's staying at um, a friend's house down the street. And just, you can tell she's very sad. She's not able to stay in her own house. She's, a, she's alone. Um, and she'd actually received a stove from the Ukrainian Red Cross to heat her home during regular power outages. But she was also just so welcoming to us and talking about her potato harvest and how 
she um, still picks trees from the apple near her old house, so she insisted we take an apple with her when we left. So, um, yes, the resiliency is incredible and just how everyone seems to be stepping up and trying to help in their own way. You've, you've mentioned it. Uh, you wrote a blog about your experience, about, you know, the people of Ukraine trying to just have, you know, some degree of normalcy in a time that is just not normal in any way. And it should not be normal to have, mm-hmm. you know, air raid sirens going off as you're just trying to uh, live your life. It's, it's an incredible juxtaposition. It really is, yes. So what kind of things did you do when you were on the, uh, on the ground there? I had the opportunity to meet some really great people um, and that are working with Ukrainian Red Cross and supporting Canadian Red Cross programming. So in Lviv, where Canadian Red Cross is supporting the salaries of up to 10 psychotherapists at the hospital there. So we got to tour with the psychotherapists, um, meet some of the patients, and basically what they've been able to do is integrate psychotherapy into regular rehabilitation work at the hospital. So people come in with injuries, whether um, former military or civilians who've been injured in the hostilities, and they have their physical um, rehab, but then their mental rehabilitation is right alongside that. And it was really incredible to see how it's been prioritized because we know the mental health impacts of dealing with this conflict um, are enormous. And so seeing both support for inpatient and outpatient programming um, was really great to see. And then um, I spent some time in Kyiv, and so north of Kyiv, the Ukrainian Red Cross, um, with some support from Canadian Red Cross as well, has been providing stoves to people. So um, as I'm sure you may have heard, there's regular power outages across the country um, because of damaged infrastructure. And when you consider that most people have electric heat and it's the middle of winter, this can be quite dangerous. And so the stoves are at community centres to kind of serve as warming centres, and then also some people's homes. Um, so they can keep warm and be able to sleep comfortably even when there are power outages. And then I spent a lot more time in Shirkasi, um, so which is right in the center of the country. The Canadian Red Cross has been um, supporting the Shirkasi branch of Ukrainian Red Cross with mobile health units, um, which provide primary health care to um, some of the more isolated communities in the area or communities that have um, a big influx of internally displaced people. And we're also providing some shelter support there. So, um, as I mentioned, the hospital that has turned into an internally displaced person center, um, some of these centers need a little bit of rehab, whether it's the one I, jo- I visited was for children. So it had child-sized beds and child-sized furniture. Um, so we're helping to do some rehab there, get some new furniture, and also make it a little bit more accessible. Um, so I got to visit some of these programs, meet both Red Cross people and um, people in the community that were helping and it was it was really incredible to see the amount of support being provided and meet some of the people impacted and hear their stories. It's incredible. Uh, Stephanie, I certainly appreciate you joining us today to uh, share some of those stories. Thank you very much. No problem at all. Thanks for having me. That's uh, Stephanie Murphy, London native and uh, worker with the Canadian Red Cross who is recently deployed to central Ukraine uh, during the first year of the conflict.